Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hello there, family, friends, and strangers. Thank you for joining me on the Monday Matters podcast. Today's episode is sort of a repeat of the presentation that I did at the Health and Wellness Expo when I was there in February. I did an hour-long presentation on balancing hormones, and I thought I would record a bit of that presentation. I'm going to do it as a two-part. So this week and next week, this podcast will be all about hormones and how we Uh, how we are using our hormones, why we have them, what they're good for, and how they get out of balance. And then some tactical strategies on how to create the kind of lifestyle that gives your hormones a better opportunity to be in balance. So that's what we are going to be doing for the next couple of weeks. So if you are interested in hormones, since we all have them, then stay tuned. And if you have any questions after you have listened to these two episodes, please reach out to me. I love talking about this stuff. I love talking about tweaks in our lifestyle that we can be making to feel better and feel stronger. So if at the end of this episode, you want to reach out and have some more conversation, please do so. And if you think there is somebody out there in the world who is struggling with their hormones or anything in sort of that health and wellness area, please share this podcast so that I can reach more people. There's no way I'm going to be able to fit everyone that wants to talk hormones and female and wellness and health into my office. So if there's a little nugget that you take away from today's episode, then please share it so someone else might be able to pick something up from this conversation that we're having. Okay, what are hormones? If you're not sure, which I wasn't before I started taking courses about hormones, hormones are the chemical messages that are in our body. So they are sending us the messages that our body needs to receive about the whatever is happening. So our fight or flight, our happiness, our, you know, the dopamine, all of those things are our hormones. Okay. They influence our metabolism, which we might know a little bit about because we want a great metabolism, one that's functioning well. They influence our sex drive. Again, maybe we don't know a lot about our sex drive, but we want one. Our sexual function, our growth, development, and our mood. So understanding hormones, how we have them and get rid of them, has a lot to do with our gut health. Our gut health, therefore, has a lot to do with our mental health because the hormones influence our mood. So we need to talk about them because they definitely are a huge component to our wellness and how well we're feeling. All right. Our body's job, I've I've referenced it already, but our body's job is to create hormones, okay? We need to 
create them, make them, produce them, whatever you want to use for a word. But we make these hormones and then it's our body's job to take the hormones that we've made and transport them throughout our systems, whether it's our cardiovascular system or neurological system. We transfer these hormones throughout our body where we're needing them. We take them apart and we use these hormones. So that's called the detoxifying of them. We break them down and we use them and then we eliminate them. So you can't just uh, produce hormones and let them hang around forever and ever. You need to be able to eliminate them. And any glitch in that system, whether it be a glitch in the production, in the transportation, in the detoxifying, or in the elimination, any glitch in that system can create an off balance or an imbalance of our hormones. So that's what starts to tip the scale. And there are so many factors that can influence this entire process that it seems like it can be pretty easy for us to get a little bit of imbalance in our system with our hormones. Okay, I'm just flicking the slide so I can remember what I talked about at the presentation. So our body's hormones are the communicators, as I've mentioned, but it's important for you to recognize that the hormones don't speak one-to-one. It's not like I have this one hormone and I just listen to it for a while, and then I have a different hormone and I listen to it for a while. It's more like an orchestra. They're all playing at the same time, some louder than others, some quieter, some are a whisper, some just come in once in a while for a dramatic effect. Our hormones are like the orchestra and the orchestra conductor, the person that is in charge of our orchestra is our endocrine system. So our endocrine system is what does all the things, creates, transports, eliminate, detoxifies, okay? Our orchestra has this com- has this uh, conductor at the front of the room with those little white sticks that's waving them back and forth. And if you can imagine that conductor, that endocrine system, all of a sudden just stop using one of their arms, that whole side of the orchestra would be all out of shape. They wouldn't know if they were supposed to be playing, pausing, stopping, getting louder, getting softer. They wouldn't know how to make this sound in harmony. And so that's what happens when your endocrine system gets a little bit out of whack or your orchestra conductor doesn't play with both arms. The the hormones that are supposed to be keeping you in balance start to get off balance or out of tune or out of key. So there are certain signs that people sometimes talk about when when they're talking about hormonal imbalance. And if you listen to this list of things and think that you check a few of the boxes, then there's some lifestyle um, situations or lifestyle changes that can be made that can help you bring more balance to your endocrine system. So signs of hormonal imbalance include things like weight gain. When you're just not really sure why you're putting weight on, you You're kind of doing the same thing as you've always done, but every year as you get older, you start putting a little bit more weight on. So that stubborn weight is often a hormonal thing. If you feel any sort of mood, um, I don't want to use the word disorder, but like things like anxiety, 
depression, low energy, low mood, that kind of stuff. Any sort of mental health um, area that you feel is not as optimal as it could or is deteriorating a little bit could have something to do with your hormones. Not being able to manage the kinds of stressors that you used to be able to manage, like I used to be able to um, drive in a busy city and it not be a, a stressor. And now I can't drive in the city. It's getting harder and harder for me to be able to do those multitasking kinds of things. That can be a sign that your hormones are not as balanced. Hair loss can be a sign. Fatigue or lack of energy, low energy, just you know, waking up feeling tired or not being able to feel like you have enough energy throughout the day insomnia. So if you have trouble falling asleep or you fall asleep and have trouble staying asleep and you wake up at two in the morning and you're up for an hour and a half every single day, those are signs that your hormones are not balanced. Um, infertility. So anything that is considered hormone related. So polycystic ovaries, um, Hashimoto's is a hormone related condition. Any of the, in, any of the conditions that can cause it, cause you to have difficulty with conception will be a hormonal imbalance. Um, mood swings, irritability. We talked about mood skin changes. So people who become sensitive to like laundry soap that they weren't before or adult acne sets in, um, I get acne based on hormones, like around certain times of the month, I'm going to develop when things are not balanced very well and a little bit out of balance, I'm going to develop a couple of big acne or big pimples along the jawline. Those are very um, typical of the hormonal imbalance. The, the pimples that are along the jawline is where those ones usually show up. Hot flashes and night sweats. That's a big one people complain about because, um, it definitely will create that insomnia, that lack of energy. I mean, you have a regular night sweat, you're going to be feeling tired. Um, sometimes appetite can either be increased or decreased. You may lose your appetite or may feel like you're always hungry. So those changes in appetite, same with your sex drive. Usually women are finding that their sex drive is lower. They have a lower limb libido, um, and dryness. So the sex drive can definitely be an indicator that your hormones are shifting body temperature. People talk about always being hot or always being cold. Um, and that has a lot to do with how balanced your hormones are. If you have any digestion concerns, like if you bloat regularly, if you have constipation, diarrhea, if you have any heartburn, that kind of digestive issue, you can pretty much bet that if digestion's not optimal, neither are your hormones because that, as we've talked about, is how we eliminate the hormones so that they're not just hanging around being toxins in our body. And if elimination is not working well, we create an imbalance. Um, if you feel like you're often sick, so having a weaker immune system, again, connected to digestion for sure, but 
if you just feel like you catch everything that goes by, it might be because hormones are not balanced and therefore, and they're maybe not balanced because of digestion that weakens the immune system. Okay. Those were some boxes. There was quite a few of them. If you were nodding your head at all thinking, okay, yeah, like I think my hormones can be imbalanced, then keep listening. It's important for us to know how this happens. How do we get imbalanced? How do we sort of lose the ability to produce, transport, detox, and eliminate in one nice little smooth process? So unfortunately, life, <laughs> any kind of situation in life has the potential to throw the a little bit of a kink into that nice process. So yeah, good news and bad news. There's lots of things you can do to improve your hormone function. And there are lots of things that will throw it out the window. So stress, I know we've talked about stress lots. It's not something that we can completely avoid. It's our ability to manage stress that we need to focus on because stress definitely can throw our hormones out. A poor diet, meaning a diet that's lacking in nutrients. If you are really low in carbohydrates or if you are doing the cabbage soup diet, if you never eat any vegetables or fruits, you're eating a high fat, high protein diet with not a lot of carbohydrates. Things that are low in the well-rounded whole food nutrients, they your body needs all of that. It needs all the good stuff. So if you are lacking in nutrients, you're probably going to not be able to produce and transport the hormones as well. Too much or too little exercise. Like, wouldn't we all like to know what the perfect amount is? The perfect amount to keep things moving, keep digestion going well, keep our bones and muscles healthy and strong, but not too much, not too much that we're taxing our endocrine system and creating too much cortisol and too much adrenaline and, you know, wouldn't we love to know the exact recipe for each of us? Unfortunately, there isn't a book out there that tells us exactly what we need to be doing. So you got to play with that. Am I exercising just the right amount? Too much, too little? Okay. Some medications will, you know, change how we digest food or how we absorb nutrients. And so because of the medications, our hormones can get out of balance. Heavy metals and toxins, because they get in our system through all the ways, through, you know, the, the skin products we're using, the lotions and the deodorants, the chemicals we're breathing in, especially here in this gym, when people are spraying the spray bottle around all day long, cleaning things, that those are all toxins that are entering into our body. Our body then needs to manage and deal with those toxins. And so depending on how many we have, it might be that our body doesn't have the energy, the opportunity to deal with our hormones and detoxify and eliminate all of the hormones because we're dealing with too many heavy metals and other environmental toxins, throwing our system out of whack. Okay. It's, it's way more complicated than I'm making it sound, but really it's not that complicated. If your body's busy doing other things, it's not doing the job that it's set out intended to do. And then when it's not doing what it's intended to do, things get out of balance. If you get sick 
and your body has to manage like pathogens and viruses and things like that. While it's doing that, it might not be dealing with the hormones you're producing. So that can throw you out of balance. Age is another factor. You simply start to change in your hormonal makeup every year as you get older. So it might be that things are pretty stress-free, exercising the right amount, not too many metals and toxins, and you're still finding to have that stubborn weight gain and some mood changes because your hormones are shifting for no other reason than you're getting older. Okay. Um, any sleep disturbances, whether they're self-inflicted or hormonally, uh, in influenced or beyond your control. So sometimes people will have a struggle with balancing hormones and losing weight when they're in that little kid season, that baby season, that toddler season, when, when you are not getting the right amount of sleep and it's out of your control, someone else is in charge of how much sleep you're getting in a, in a night, then, um, sleep disturbances can throw your hormones out of whack. Blood sugar imbalances. So when I say the word blood sugar imbalances, you want to know that I'm talking about things in our diet that are making our bodies work harder to digest them. So what makes, what, what throws our bodies usually out of whack are the things like the white flowers and white sugars, any kind of food intolerant food that we have that our body doesn't digest very well. Um, alcohol, caffeine, those things will influence our blood sugar and our ability to process it. And so imbalances in our blood sugar creates imbalances in our hormones. Okay. We talked about the endocrine system and the endocrine system is where we make hormones. Everything else happens in the digestive system. The transport detox and elimination happens in the digestive system. So before we move on to digestion, I just want you to find out or find, sorry, find on your body where your adrenal glands are. And if you are driving the car, you can't do this right now. So just listen and think about it and do it when you're not driving. If you have the ability right now to just put both hands on your low back and give yourself a bit of a massage, that low back, if you get a dull aching feeling back there on a regular basis, and you're not sure if it's really muscle muscle related, like you don't remember doing much that would make your back ache there, that aching feeling or that tender feeling that you get in the low back could just be a buildup of hormones because that's where they're produced. That's one part of your adrenal gland, okay? Back there in your back. The other spot that you can sort of give yourself a bit of a self-massage to find is if you were to take your pointer finger and put it in your belly button and then go up and off to the side just slightly with your thumb, you're going to find a little tender spot. Now, some people, it's just a little tender spot. Some people, it's really tender. And some people, it's like a rock hard little marble in there. But that is also an adrenal gland. And you don't want to have them be really sore and tender. So it's sometimes as simple as just doing some self-massage on your adrenals, rubbing that lower back, rubbing that 
part of your belly around by the belly button up and off to the side on both sides. Those are your adrenal glands. That is where we're producing hormones and we need that to be functioning well in order for hormone production to be happening. So give them a, give them a little feel. If they're super tender and you pushing on them makes them sore for a long time after, they may be overworking. You may have a bit of adrenal fatigue, overworking or underworking. Either way, your adrenals might be where the cause of some of the imbalance is happening. And if that's the case, you need to sign up for the long haul. Our adrenals do not get taxed in one day or even in 30 days. They get taxed over time and it takes time for them to heal. So one really intense workout will not necessarily create a, a very um, tender adrenal that's going to indicate that you're having some sort of hormonal difficulty. But over time, talking like years of you sort of not hearing the whispers that your body or not knowing what those whispers could even be telling you about your body could start to create this adrenal fatigue. And if that's the case, just know that it's going to take a while for you. You can repair those. You can start to feel better. That's the beautiful thing. It just will take some time, some rest and some healing. Okay, so often blood sugar, blood sugar spikes, those sorts of things will flick the domino effect of adrenal dysfunction. Our adrenals do not like managing blood sugar highs. So that's why one of the things that you can do in the healing process, and we'll talk about strategies, but one of the things you can do in the healing process is try to avoid having a whole lot of spikes. So right now the big rage is to be doing intermittent fasting and going a long time. So your body has an opportunity to digest well. And yes, that's a really good strategy and is working for many people. But the exception to that might be people who are trying to keep a really even keel blood sugar throughout the whole 24 hour period, you may need to eat six smaller meals like they talked about years ago where everyone was supposed to be eating six smaller meals. So unfortunately it would be really nice if there, like I said, there was this perfect recipe that we could all follow and everyone feel awesome on the same recipe, but it doesn't work that way. So you need to figure out, are you better off being one of those people that are giving your body a long break in between your meals to properly digest them? Or are you somebody who needs to eat a little bit more frequently? Okay. So we've talked about hormones that we need to produce them. And that happens in the endocrine system. And now we're going to talk about the digestive system because that's where we transport, detox, eliminate the hormones. We need to have good digestion. So the good news about all of this is in order to have great adrenals and a great digestive system, the lifestyle hacks are the same for both. So that part is good. It doesn't matter which, which one might be causing you to be not balanced. The lifestyle hacks are the same for both. 
So I'm going to talk a little bit about digestion now, and then I'll just take a pause so that you can think about that stuff this week. You can think about how do I digest? How are my adrenals? Give yourself a week's worth of self-massage. And then next week, we're going to come back and talk about just strategies to and lifestyle hacks that will help you to both produce and eliminate better. Okay. The last piece I'm talking about today is digestion. When we talk about digestion, the signs that you are having a great digestive system, there's more than just a few, but ultimately you want to be having a really nice poop every day, if not a couple of times a day. If you are not having a daily bowel movement, then you are not necessarily digesting as well as you could be. You want to make sure, and so we'll talk about how to have a good poop on a daily basis because that's a part of elimination. When you don't eliminate, things are hanging out in your body a lot longer than they should. When they're hanging out in your body, they're becoming toxins before they leave. So that's the sign of a good digestion. You have very little, like there's a little bit of bloating that just goes along with digestion sometimes. A little bit of bloating is not a big concern. But if you have daily bloating that's really uncomfortable and your pants get tight while it's happening and you just don't feel well, that kind of bloating is a problem with the digestive system. It's not functioning as well as it could. Any kind of um, heartburn or indigestion, that's a sign that the digestive system is not working as well as it could. The food is going in, but it's not being digested as well as it could and therefore coming back up a little bit, not the actual food, but the gases, the, the acids are coming back up, creating that uncomfortable heartburny kind of feeling. So if you have daily regular heartburn after you eat, your digestive system is not awesome. And you need to try to get an awesome digestive system in order for you to be able to detox and eliminate all the things, your food, your nutrients, the water, the toxins that go into your body and your hormones all get flushed out of your system through the digestive system. So it is really important to know what serves your body well, what you can digest, what feels good going in and out and focusing on digestion, not just for weight loss, but for hormone balance and for immune systems. So digestion is literally the root of all when it comes to our health. That's why I'm nerding out about it so much these days, because if we can get a really fantastic digestive system going on, the rest of our systems, our mental health, our um, heart condition, our lungs, our joints, our bones, inflammation, immune system, all of those things improve when we get a really good digestive system going. So I'm going to leave us there today so that you come back next Monday and take another listen to how we go about balancing hormones. Now we know what they are. They're the chemical messengers. We know what our body does with them. We produce them, transport, detox, and eliminate. But how will be what we talk about next week on the Monday Matters podcast. Like I said, if you um, think there's somebody out there that might want to hear a little bit of this conversation or you have taken something away today that has been helpful, please share it so that other people can hear this. I appreciate it a lot. And if you write a review, I will read every single one of them. Thank you very much. Have a great week. 
Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2 Health with Holly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.